bed than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Friday. Hope you're all doing well. Thinking about rules that work and don't work and sometimes work. Something to think about there, isn't it? I was thinking about there are certain rules out there which which they, I don't know, they work for certain situations, but on the whole, I don't use them. And they're usually something revolving around combat and to hit and things like that. First, first, for instance, you know, I don't use the set spirit of charge rules. I figure if you're going to charge them, charge them. Or actually, you know, if you just stand there and hold your own, you don't really need to set it. I can give you, you know, if he's coming at you full bore at a charge, it'd be something like I give him a roll, a saving throw to avoid your pike or something like that. One thing that really got me, and this is, goes back again to my love-hate relationship with 5e, is the advantage-disadvantage role. I thought that was the, the neatest thing since sliced bread when 5e came out. I thought, wow, can I really replace my other stuff with this? My other pluses and minuses? And I finally decided, no. I like my pluses and minuses to assign to people. I I don't you know, advantage disadvantage is okay, I guess, but I've got a better way to do it when I use certain systems. When, say, somebody wants to do something, a lot of something, <laughs> and they want to do a lot of something, and I sit there and I just figure it out in my mind. I'll talk to you about this in a bit. Okay, as I was saying, somebody wants to do a lot of things in one turn, which they are capable of doing. Maybe they reserved their their turn until later in the later in the, the turn sequence or something like that, and they may have more than one move or one blah blah blah. And it's allowed. And so they want to do stuff like I want to jump five feet into the air, grab a chandelier kick this guy in the teeth while swinging on the chandelier, then cut the chandelier and fall on this other guy while stabbing him. Well, that's a lot of things right there. First of all, you got to jump up the chandelier. That's a jump roll. Secondly, you're swinging on the chandelier, and you've got to make it a hit to hit this guy's face. And it'd be at minuses if you're trying to target his face. I mean, you could just swing and you just swing across there and maybe get lucky and hit him in the teeth. You know, if you roll hot, if you roll good enough, but that's, you know, you're taking minuses on that. Then you cut the chandelier or jump or jump. That's another jump roll right there and try and land on this other guy and stab him while you're going down. Well, it's a to-hit roll. There may be a plus there because he does, you know, it's a surprise thing and he doesn't know you're doing it. So I like weigh the pluses and the minuses in doing this action. And I go, okay, hmm, that, that, that. Give me one roll, one D20 roll. 
you're going to be at minus three. And if he makes it, I let, I've seen other people do it like, okay, do this roll, do that roll. Do it. And there's no reason why you can't roll it up into one roll and just do it. See, now this can make an argument for advantage, disadvantage. I know that. But mine, I feel like I'm a little bit more involved and the player is a little bit more involved too. Because otherwise you're just going, roll an advantage or roll a disadvantage. Where's the fun in that? I like degrees of success and failure because it helps with the story. And what I found was, what I, what I found, I found, I was, I'm playing Astonishing Swordsman and Sorcerers of Hyperborea. And I got a, the, the cleric's got a spell that's even better than advantage, disadvantage. It's called Omen. And you whip it on somebody, or you whip, or the caster whips it on them, themselves, and all of a sudden it's you're going to make a hit. Or I'd even roll it up into all the stuff I was talking about. You want to make a hit? Omen's going to let you roll three d twenty and pick out the best because you have a four. You can see slightly in the future a better, a better outcome to this. So you get three d twenty right there, and it's not. It, you can't abuse it. Bec I mean, the player can't abuse it because it's only for one shot, no matter how many parts of that shot is, and it only lasts one turn. If it's not used within that one turn, you lose a spell. So to me, that's manageable. That's the kind of thing something like an advantage-disadvantage thing would do. That to me, I like that. But I love my pluses and minuses because that's because it's just it it it's more involved and I don't mind something be a little more involved at that point. I know that why they made it. It's, oh, we'll just boil it down to this. It makes everything easier. Okay, fine. Everything's easier, but I like it. I like it a little bit more involved. Sometimes, sometimes a little bit more crunch can be good. And this is the one time, but on the whole, I don't use advantage, disadvantage, you know, you're fighting in the rain. You're minus one to hit because you can't, or in the fog, rather. You're minus one to hit the guy because it's hard to see him. Or maybe they, you whip a spell on him. Like, you whip a spell like Bless on yourself. So he's at minus one to hit you. So there's that, too. But on the whole, I like the pluses and minuses. And like I said... The, the advantage-disadvantage is the kind of thing that would... I would have to find a very special... With the, with the omen spell, okay, that's fine for the player, but what do I do? Maybe I have an NPC with that spell. That would work there. So the plus and minus has always been a favor to me. The advantage-disadvantage, eh, not so much that I don't even use it. But there are certain rules out there where once in a blue moon, they're perfect. But on the whole, you don't use them. So, chew on that for a bit. i got to go start my day. So, if you want to talk to me about this, oldmangrognar at gmail.com or drop me a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized now, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan, Oliver, Mark, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, and Daniel. You guys are great. Don't forget Mark C. Wallrings. PD PDF podcast, The Yawning Owlbear. And so until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.
questions, comments, send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.